0: Welcome back to the Tribal Brand rebranded. I am, you Winton, and today is Saturday, August fifteenth. Twomp twomp, right? How's everybody out there doing in the world of podcast? I hope everybody's doing fantastico as I am. Y'all prepared for the heat up here in the Pacific Northwest? Yeah, it's gonna be close to a hundred tomorrow. So all you knuckleheads out there that don't have any AC. I feel for you, I really do. Master bedroom here in Sumner gets to be very, 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 very hot. Too hot to manage, okay? So, of course, I got a window AC going. It's gonna be blasting away, and it's probably still gonna to be too freaking hot. So anyway, be prepared for the heat tomorrow, folks. A buddy of mine from Texas, Brandon, says, uh, oh, that's nothing, man. I'll be digging it. I'm like, whatever, dude. You can dig it all you want. I myself, not down with the heat. I want to start the program out today with a shout-out to an old buddy of mine, Brian Hutchins. He used to be really good friends down in Florida back in the day. We worked together in a carpet warehouse, and uh, he was my subordinate. right? He worked underneath me. But we were buddies. We were friends. We were potheads together. And, uh, I was looking, every once in a while i try to find old friends because it kind of, you know, the older you get, the more you realize that you've really only had a few people in your life that have really touched you and touched your, your spirit a little bit, right? Like brothers in arms in a way. Somebody that you connect with, somebody that you can smoke weed with or whatever. And chill, play chess. So, uh... I ended up finding him on LinkedIn I was looking up Brian Hutchins And uh, there was one on there That said uh, That read that he was in Maine And that's where he was from So I took a shot And show enough Brian Hutchins An old buddy of mine So we uh, touched base but I wanted to share a little story that we uh, We had together We were We wanted to trip balls on acid one time, so I don't remember if he got the acid or if I got the acid, but we went to a park, and we're going to, you know, we took the acid, smoked some weed, and we're going to trip balls, so we took the acid, the LSD, the hallucinogenic, and we waited, and we waited, and we waited, I'm still waiting, never got high. So, whoever sold us that bunk LSD, I hope you're dead now. You took away a great trip, man, because there were some alligators out there and shit. We would have had a good time. Anyway, shout out to Brian Hutchins, old buddy of mine, Reconnection. Another thing I want to talk a little bit about is, you all recall last uh, couple months ago when I talked about uh, Stone Child Chief Stick and... uh, they finally decided that the cop that killed him, it uh, was justified. It was justified because apparently they were too close for him to use his taser. I don't know. I wasn't there. He had a screwdriver. But, you know, don't you kind of back away and get, you know, get away from the situation a little bit. Give yourself some room. Or you bum rush him, right? He's got a screwdriver. He's probably drunk. How many people does it take? You're trained fucking pigs. You're a trained officer of the law. You're supposed to be able to take somebody down without killing them. So, you know, I wasn't there. No, You know, I don't know. But in my mind, it's like another dead Indian, right? Nobody's going to remember him. Nobody except me and his family and whoever listens to this. Shout out to, uh, you know, Chief Stick. Rest in, you know, I hope his soul is resting okay after being murdered by the police because typically, I mean, that's what it was. It was murder, okay? Homicide, murder, uh, a killing. And, um, you know, it just doesn't happen to the blacks, okay? Or the Mexicans. It happens to the American Indian, too. Nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about us. The uh, coronavirus task force or whatever, they mentioned, the blacks, the Hispanics, the asians you know they're all susceptible to it man but hardly ever do you hear them say anything about the american indian who are out on the reservations right now with hardly any water with hardly any electricity on some they don't have any they treat them pretty shitty up in canada too all right they got dilapidated houses made out of cardboard basically with no insulation no running water you have to go down to the creek to get water to bathe and wash you know wash you know, it's like, man, this is 2020, bros. Government really needs to get their shit together in one way or another. I know there's a lot of rich American Indians out there that have uh, millions and millions. The Chicopee Indians get something like $84,000 a month. $84,000 a month. Now, I'm not sure I didn't do any research. All I know is when I saw that, I was like, Damn. That's a chunk of change. I think it's from casinos and and whatnot or what have you. And I think that's pretty freaking awesome. I don't know, man. That's a lot of of dough. Imagine you can get some water and electricity with that. You know what I mean? But you don't really hear much about the American Indians anymore, the suffering that goes on on the reservations. That's where they put us, man. You know? So take care of us, too. You have to have electricity. You have to have water. Water is life, man. The American Indians, back in the day, worshipped water. They would thank the Great Spirit, the Creator, every day for everything that was given to them. Right? Do you even hear about this anymore? No. You need to thank the Creator, man. You need to thank the Great Spirit, whatever your spirit is. You need to thank Him, you know, whether it's God or, or whatever. We're not here because uh, for happenstance, man. We're here to do good things. We're here to, you know, be prosperous, multiply, whatever. It says in the Bible, right? It says in that good book, the Bible. So, I mean, come on. Do better things, man. I don't know about this whole election thing, but your president is trying to disrupt the mail system. So, uh, you know, it's okay for Florida, though. For some reason, that's where he uh, mails in his voting in Florida because it's it's stellar. It's a good place to vote from. They have it all together, you know. Florida's okay. He's a fucking mope again. Here I go again, talking about him. I don't know. Um, he's trying to disrupt the mail system, so I, I don't even... He even admits that, yeah, I, I don't want him to get the vote. So uh, I'm going to disrupt you know, whatever. And you guys are buying into the shit. I don't know how long I keep talking about it. But uh, now you got Kamala. Kamala Harris. Now, if, if you really want uh, a pit bull in the fight, she's the one to have. Because I, I believe that she's a beast. I don't know if I would have picked Kamala. I think Rice would have been a better pick because she worked with Obama and Biden, you know, during their uh, their run, so uh, yeah, I think Rice would have been a better pick. But Kamala, and then the president's all like, "Uh, oh, I don't even know if she can run legally for uh, vice presidency because uh, her parents weren't born in the United States." Oh my, 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 my! That, I'm almost at a loss for words, almost. And like I said before, if Biden and Kamala get elected and they do stupid shit. I'm going to pick on them too. It's not all about Trump. But lately it has been. Anyway. Speaking of the Bible. You know, I was just mentioned it a minute ago. I was listening to Joe Rogan. And that dude is a smart mofo, Right? He reads all the time. He's, he's an intelligent man. If you ever want to listen to a podcast. That's the one to listen to. Because you learn so much. About nothing. Right? Something that really... It's, it's all about nothing. I commend that dude. And he says to people on his show, man, do a podcast. All you have to do is be somebody interesting, right? Somebody that's going to be honest. That's going to tell you the truth and tell you about their story and tell you about how they feel about shit. Well, that's me. That's Patman. That's what I'm doing. But anyway, the other day he was talking to uh, Rob Lowe and they mentioned something about the Bible and hallucinogens and how creativity can come from weed or acid or or whatever. He said Stephen King wrote a couple books in a mad blackout and doesn't even remember writing the shit, right? So creativity does come from that spectrum, I believe. And he was talking about Moses and how Moses was talking to a burning bush and God was talking to him or whatever. Well, he was saying that Moses was probably tripping balls, because that bush that he was that God was talking from, giving him the Ten Commandments, was some kind of that that bush carries some sort of hallucinogen in it, okay? So the theory is that Moses was probably tripping balls when he was talking to God and uh, you know God gave him the Ten Commandments. I don't know, wasn't there, but it makes sense because I think, I've done some pretty good writing when I was high. I've done some pretty good artwork when I was high. Came up with some pretty good poetry when I was drunk. So, I don't know. There's a lot to be said for that. Creativity comes from the, you know, it opens the, it spans the minds, bros. Opens the gateways, I think. That's just me talking shit, okay? I know a lot of guys out there that smoke weed and they don't do shit. I mean they just veg and that's cool too man whatever you do i smoke a little bit of weed i'll be honest you already know that i don't smoke much but enough you know a little toke takes away the pain speaking of that i got a, jo- a guy i know a slab guy right he puts in countertops cash he's a russian or ukraine not sure which but you know over there in the east and uh I was able to get him in contact with the bosses and he ends up getting one of our jobs. He's going to do some slabs. Well, he shows up the other day and he goes, I got something for you. He breaks out a bottle, a, a half gallon of whiskey and a fifth of Crown. He says, here, buddy. Here you go, buddy. I'm all like, dude, I don't drink alcohol, bro. And he's like, oh, it's okay, buddy. So now I have... Uh, What is it, man? It's uh, Jack Daniels. Half-gallon Jack Daniels and Crown Royal. You know, I don't drink. I'm going to get rid of that shit. Well, I'm going to trade it off for some marijuana. I'm going to trade it off for some weed. The weed will last me forever, and the booze will be out of my truck. Because I'm going to tell you something. If you're an alcoholic, if you have that ism, man, the ism can get into your head and fuck with you a little bit. Because last night I'm laying in bed. And I'm thinking, that shit's in my truck. You know? Shit don't need to be there. It needs to be gone. So I got it locked up in my truck. I'm going to get rid of it Monday. Because that's bad medicine. I'm not going to, you know, risk anything. Risk my life or risk anybody else's life for a couple shots of of whiskey. Because you all know my story. The world's a safer place when Patman doesn't drink. And forgive me if you hear my stomach growling. I haven't eaten yet this morning. So, uh, you know, if it pops up, my apologies. When I'm done with this, I'm going to go have myself something to eat. Go do my weekly shopping, right? So, uh, another thing I wanted to talk about I was at the store last week, as I usually do. I was up at uh, Wally World. And uh, I'm standing up at the cashier and I got my gloves on, got my mask on. Dude leans over and he says, uh, Hey, 'Cause uh, you know, wearing those gloves, uh, you know, it's uh have you ever heard of cross contamination? I'm like, uh yeah. Well, you know, it's like when you take a chicken if you're in the restaurant, you cut some chicken on a cutting board and then you don't clean it off well enough and then you put something else and cut it on there, then that could get contaminated. So that's what those gloves are doing. I'm like, fuck you talking about, man. Whether I'm wearing the fucking gloves or not. It can be cross-contamination. He said, yeah, but don't touch your face, man. I'm like, why the fuck am I going to touch my face? I got gloves on number one, right? So I don't have to catch your shit. And I got a mask on my face. So I don't have to touch my face. Didn't make any sense to me. And he kept going on about it. And I, you know, I was just like, whatever, dude. Just bring my shit up so I can get out of here. And he was just really going on and on about those gloves, it doesn't make any sense to me, man. If I have the gloves on, and I peel the gloves off when I get to my truck, and I throw them away, and I wash my hands with sanitizer, that's way more better than just having my hands out there in the world to touch all kinds of shit in the store that everybody and their fucking mother's been touching, right? So I don't have to touch the contaminated fruit, and bread, and all that shit, right? Right? It just makes sense to me. Wear fucking gloves. That's just me. They are a little bit of a bitch. You know, your hands get sweaty. You know, whatever. I'd much rather have gloves on than not. Right? So all you chuckleheads out there that want to talk about cross-contamination, go sit down somewhere. I don't need to hear that bullshit. Anything can be cross-contaminated. Fuck. I mean, come on. The kid was like, I don't know, 19, 20 years old. I want to say, fuck, go wipe your nose, you little bitch. But I was being a Mr. Nice guy, even though I had to stand in line for friggin' 20 minutes. Right? People going crazy out there buying shit. It's nuts out there right now, but it's okay. I get it done every week. I go out and do the shopping for my fam. Okay? It's important for me to not catch that shit. It's important for me to not bring that shit home to my family. Okay, so uh, another thing I want to talk a little bit about, there was a little special on TV where there was this little Hispanic boy and he spent years and years, a couple years trying to learn how to speak English. Well, you know what? That's good. That's nice. That's awesome. But, uh, you know, why isn't the U.S. forcing them to speak English? Why isn't the United States of America assimilating the Hispanics? Right? Anybody that comes to this country needs to learn English anyway, right? I'm tired of going to my job sites, and I have to have safety fucking meetings or whatever. And I'm looking at four Hispanic guys, and none of them speak English. And I'm looking at them saying, hey, uh, you know, so I got to use, like, hand signals and shit. If you come to America, right, if you come to this country... Learn how to fucking speak English and read and write. I couldn't imagine going through life unable to read and write or speak the language. It just, it's mind boggling to me. If I went to live in Mexico, or even if I went to Canada, man, I'd probably want to learn a little bit of French, right? If I went to live in Quebec, they all speak French there, okay? So come to America that should be the number one fucking protocol to become a United States citizen you should be able to write an essay okay it's just me talking shit I don't care if you're Mexican or or, or German or white or whatever you know they forced my my relations to uh, you know my ancestors to not speak their language and they would slap the shit out of them when they did. My grandmother was abused because she she didn't speak English when she went to school. You know. God bless her soul. She would have been a hundred and two this year. I miss her. Anyway, so yeah, what's wrong with a little bit of uh, 2020 assimilation, huh? Is it me? Is am I being mean? Oh, poor things. No, it's time to to. Like I said before, man, the Republican Party's not that bad, okay? It's just the leaders that suck balls. But the funniest thing that I heard all week long on the news was this. There was a reporter sitting down there in front of Trump, and Trump says, yes, what's your question? And he says to the president of the United States of America, what have you got to say to the American people for all the lies that you said over the last three and a half years? And Trump was all, uh, what? Excuse me? What have you got to say about it? Who? You. All the lying that you did. (laughs) You should have seen the look on Trump's face. He was like in shock and he just like, next question. Passed right over it. Kudos for that dude for asking that question. I don't know exactly how he asked it, but it was right to his face. And Trump didn't know what to say or how to react. He was like stumped. He couldn't even say anything next question I ain't got nothing to say to you so I mean I would have loved to have been in the back room there when that was all going down after that be a fly on the wall listen to that oh my goodness Trump's reaching again man he's reaching he's not gonna know how to handle it I think Kamala's gonna eat fucking Pence's fucking lunch right I think she's gonna just destroy him you know and he's all trying to act all tough and shit Pence is a puss too got pussies in there, right? Pussies in the Republican party can't stand up to Trump. Why can't they? What is the big deal? What does he have? What does Putin have on Trump? That's what I want to know. What? I mean, is it you think it's money? You think he's into it? You think he's into the Russians for money? The mobsters. You know, I'm surprised that uh you know, I'm really surprised what's going on. They're coming after Trump hard. When he's not in office anymore, he's going to be arrested probably within the first couple years, I'm going to say, for something. Corruption, tax evasion, probably a little bit of, uh, what is that, the RICO Act, whatever they call that shit. I don't know. He's just a bad boy, and he's going to pay the piper. And I can hardly wait for the day when it happens. You know, if he gets another run at it, I don't know, he's going to run this country into the shithole. And all you you Trumpsters out there who believe that he's going to be the the next Messiah or whatever. Man, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just talking shit. I don't really have a whole lot to say today for some reason. I'm kind of running out of words. I don't know why. I usually can babble on pretty good. You know, this isn't that easy, man. It's not that easy. You know what I miss really bad right now, though? Preseason football, bros. We're supposed to be into the preseason games on Saturdays and shit. I don't know what the hell's going on, but there's no preseason football. They're going to go right into the season. And did you see where the Seattle Seahawks rookie got cut because he was trying to sneak a girl into the fucking training facility where they sleep, the hotel or whatever the hell it was. What's wrong with you, boy? You don't give a rat's ass about anybody, do you? You're going to just spread that coronavirus around, right? COVID-19, here you go. You let the snake in the door. What's he going to do? He's going to bite you. You can't let that snake in the door, Mike. It's kind of like Jack Nicholson in The Shining, right? Wendy, put down the bat. Wendy, put down the bat. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your fucking brains in. Right? Y'all remember that scene? So, uh, you know, you can't trust it, man. The virus, uh, Cyrus the Virus. And you remember when he's in the shower crying, Oh, you really hurt me, Wendy. You hurt me real bad. And she's got him locked up in that fucking shower. That's hilarious shit. Anyway, I was just babbling on around fucking, I don't even know what the hell I'm talking about today. I don't know what's going on in the world of fucking podcasting, but, uh, you know, one day I want to be on Joe Rogan. I want him to invite me on for a... Could you imagine being interviewed with by Joe Rogan, sitting across the desk from him, smoking a little weed, maybe even tripping balls on mushrooms or something, right? How fucking fun would that be? That's what he did with, uh, what's his name, Post Malone, a couple weeks ago. Him and fucking Joe Rogan, Post Malone, tripping balls on mushrooms, having a conversation about aliens and shit and creativity and whatever i mean how much fun would that be come on anyway i'm gonna let y'all go for now so uh shout out to some old buddies of mine i'm gonna keep looking for some friends that i've had in the past you know like i said there's only been a few there's aaron there's brian there's jeff scott and then i'm making a few friends now starting to trust a few people but uh you know trust is a must yeah Anyway, oh, and incidentally, Jack Nicholson wasn't in the shower, he was in the freezer. Okay. Anyhow, this has been the Tribal Brand rebranded and everything like that. I am you, Winton. Peace.